Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, the daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible each year based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, your reader today. And today we have Monday the 31st of October or the 6th of Cheshvan on the Hebrew calendar. The parasha or the portion from the Torah is this week called Lech Lecha, which means go forth. And the scripture reading from the Torah is Genesis or Bereshit, chapter 12, verse 14, through chapter 13 and verse 4. Before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in blessing and thanking the Lord for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. When Avram had come into Mitzrayim, Egyptians saw that the woman was very beautiful. The princess of Parot saw her and praised her to Parot, and the woman was taken into Parot's house. And he dealt well with Avram for her sake. He had sheep, cattle, male donkeys, male servants, female servants, female donkeys, and camels. But the Lord afflicted Parot and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Avram's wife. Parot called Avram and said, What is this you have done to me? Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister, so that I took her to be my wife? Now then, see your wife, take her and go. And Para commanded men concerning him, and they escorted him away with his wife and all that he had. Avram went up out of Mitzrayim, he, his wife, all that he had, and lot with him into the south. Avram was very rich in livestock, in silver and in gold. He went on his journeys from the south as far as Bethel, to the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Ai, to the place of the altar, which he had made there at the first. Then Abraham called on the name of the Lord. That was Genesis twelve fourteen through thirteen four. From our portion. Um, with the prophets, we will today read Joshua or Yoshua, chapter 16 and 17. The lot came out for the children of Yosef from the Yarden at Jericho, at the waters of Jericho on the east, even the wilderness, going up from Jericho into the hill country to Bethel. It went out from Bethel to Luz and passed along to the border of the Archites to Ataroth, and it went down westward to the border of the Japhethites to the border of Bethoron, the lower, and on to Gezer and ended at the sea. 
So the sons of Joseph, Manasseh and Ephraim, took their inheritance. This was the border of the children of Ephraim, according to their families. The border of their inheritance eastward was Ataroth Adar to Bethoron the upper. And the border went out westward at Michametat on the north, and then the border turned about eastward to Ta'anat Shiloh and passed along it on the east of Yanoa. It went down from Yanoa to Ataroth to Naara, reached to Yericho, and went out at the Yarden. From Tapuach, the border went along westward to the brook of Cana and ended at the sea. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Ephraim, according to their families, together with the cities which were set apart for the children of Ephraim in the middle of the inheritance of the children of Manasseh, all the, chi- all the cities with their villages. And they did not drive out the Canaanites who lived in Gezer, but the Canaanites dwell in the territory of Ephraim to this day and have become servants to do forced labor. This was the lot for the tribe of Manasseh, for he was the firstborn of Yosef. As for Machir, the firstborn of Manasseh, the father of Gilad, because he was a man of war, therefore he had Gilad and Bashan. So this was for the rest of the children of Manasseh, according to their families, for the children of Abiezer, for the children of Helik, for the children of Asriel, for the children of Shechem, for the children of Hefer, and for the children of Shmidah. These were the male children of Manasseh, the son of Yosef, according to their families. But Selophehad, the son of Hefer, the son of Gilad, the son of Machir, the son of Manasseh, had no sons but only daughters. And these are the names of his daughters. Machla, Noach, Chogla, Milka, and Tirsa. They came before Elazar the Kohen, and to Yehoshua the son of Nun, and to the princes, saying, The Lord commanded Moshe to give us an inheritance among our brothers. Therefore, according to the mouth of the Lord, he gave them an inheritance among the brothers of their father. Ten parts fell to Manasseh, in addition to the land of Gilad and Bashan, which is beyond the Yarden. Because the daughters of Manasseh had an inheritance among his sons, the land of Gilad belonged to the rest of the sons of Manasseh. The border of Manasseh was from Asher to Mechmetat, which is before Shechem. Then the border went along to the right hand to the inhabitants of Entapuach. The land of Tapuach belonged to Manasseh, but Tapuach on the border of Manasseh belonged to the children of Ephraim. The border went down to the brook of Cana, southward of the brook. These cities belonged to Ephraim among the cities of Manasseh. The border of Manasseh was on the north side of the brook and ended at the sea.
Southward it was Ephraim's, and northward it was Manasseh's, and the sea was the border. They reached to Asher on the north and to Issachar on the east. Manasseh had three heights in Issachar, in Asher, Bethshean, and its towns, and Ibliam and its towns, and inhabitants of Dor and its towns, and inhabitants of Endor and its towns, and inhabitants of Tanakh and its towns, and its, the inhabitants of Megiddo and its towns. Yet the children of Manasseh could not drive out the inhabitants of those cities, but the Canaanites would dwell in that land. It came about when the sons of Israel had grown strong that they put the Canaanites to forced labor and did not utterly drive them out. Then the children of Yosef spoke to Joshua, saying, Why have you given me just one lot and one part for an inheritance, since we are a numerous people, because the Lord has blessed us so far? And Joshua said to them, If you are a numerous people, go up to the forest and clear land for yourself there in the land of the Perizzites and of the Rephaim, since the hill country of Ephraim is too narrow for you. The children of Yosef said, The hill country is not enough for us. All the Canaanites who dwell in the land of the valley have chariots of iron, both those who are in Bethshean and its towns, and those who are in the valley of Jezreel. Yeshua spoke to the house of Yosef, that is, to Ephraim and to Manasseh, saying, You are a numerous people and have great power. You shall not have one lot only, but the hill country shall be yours. Although it is a forest, you shall cut it down, and to its farthest extent it shall be yours, for you shall drive out the Canaanites, though they have chariots of iron and though they are strong. That was Joshua chapter 16 and 17. Now we have come to our portion from the writings and we will read Psalm 17. A prayer by David. Hear, Lord, my righteous plea. Give ear to my prayer that does not go out of deceitful lips. Let my sentence come out of your presence. Let your eyes look on equity. You have proved my heart. You have visited me in the night. You have tried me and found nothing. I have resolved that my mouth shall not disobey. As for the deeds of men, by the word of your lips, I have kept myself from the ways of the violent. My steps have held fast to your paths. My feet have not slipped. I have called on you, for you will answer me, O God. Turn your ear to me, hear my speech. Show your marvelous loving kindness, you who save those who take refuge from their enemies at your right hand. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me under the shadow of your wings from the wicked who oppress me my deadly enemies who surround me. They close up their callous hearts, with their mouth they speak proudly. 
They have now surrounded us in our steps. They set their eyes to cast us down to the earth. He is like a lion that is greedy of his prey, as it were a young lion lurking in secret places. Arise, Lord, confront him, cast him down. Deliver my soul from the wicked by your sword, from men by your hand, Lord, from men of the world, whose portion is in this life. You fill the belly of your cherished ones, your sons have plenty, and they store up wealth for their children. As for me, I shall see your face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with seeing your form. That was Psalm 17. And now we have come to our last portion of scripture for today from the Apostolic Writings. We will read Matthew or Matityahu chapter 12. At that time, Yeshua went through the grain fields on Shabbat, and his disciples were hungry and began to pluck heads of grain and to eat. But the Pharisees, when they saw him, when they saw it, said to him, Behold, your disciples do what is not lawful to do on Shabbat. But he said to them, Have you not read what David did when he was hungry, and those who were with him? how he entered the house of God and ate the showbread, which was not lawful for him to eat, neither for those who were with him, but only for the Kohanim. Or have you not read in the Torah that on Shabbat the Kohanim in the temple profane Shabbat and are guiltless? But I tell you that one greater than the temple is here. But if you had known what it means... I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the guiltless, for the Son of Man is Lord of Shabbat. He departed from there and went into their synagogue. And behold, there was a man with a withered hand. And they asked him, Is it lawful to heal on Shabbat, that they might accuse him? And he said to them, what man is there among you who has one sheep? And if this one falls into a pit on Shabbat, will he not grab onto it and lift it out? Of how much more value then is a man than a sheep? Therefore it is lawful to do a good on Shabbat. Then he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and it was restored whole, just like the other. Then the Pharisees went out and took counsel against him, how they might destroy him. Yeshua, perceiving that, withdrew from there. Great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all, and commanded them that they should not make him known, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken through Yeshayahu the prophet, saying, Behold, my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved, in whom my soul is well pleased, I will put my ruach on him, and he will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not strive nor shout, neither will anyone hear his voice in the streets. He will not break a bruised reed. He will not quench 
a smoking flax, until he leads justice to victory. In his name the nations will hope. Then one possessed by a demon, blind and mute, was brought to him and he healed him, so that the blind and mute man both spoke and saw. All the multitudes were amazed and said, Can this be the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This man does not cast out demons except by Beelzebul, the prince of the demons. Knowing their thoughts, Yeshua said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will not stand. If Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? And if I by Beelzebul cast out demons, by whom do your children cast them out? Therefore they will be your judges. But if I by the Ruach Elohim cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or how can one enter into the house of the strong man and plunder his goods unless he first bind the strong man? Then he will plunder his house. He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. Therefore I tell you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, but the blasphemy against the Ruach will not be forgiven men. Whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him. But whoever speaks against the Ruach HaKodesh, it will not be forgiven him, either in the Holam Aseh or in the Olam Haba. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree corrupt and its fruit corrupt, for the tree is known by its fruit. You offspring of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. The good man, out of his good treasure, brings out good things, and the evil man, out of his evil treasure, brings out evil things. I tell you that every idle word that men speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Then some of the Torah teachers and Pharisees answered, saying, Rabbi, we want to see a sign from you. But he answered them, An evil and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, but no sign will be given to it but the sign of Jonah the prophet. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the whale, So will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will stand up in the judgment with this generation and will condemn it, for they repented at the proclaiming of Jonah, and behold, someone greater than Jonah is here. The Queen of the South will rise up in the judgment with this generation and will condemn it, for she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Shlomo, and behold, someone greater than Shlomo is here.
When an unclean spirit has gone out of a man, he passes through waterless places, seeking rest, and does not find it. Then he says, I will return into my house from which I came out. And when he has come back, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. Then he goes and takes with himself seven other spirits more evil than he is, and they enter in and dwell there. The last state of that man becomes worse than the first. Even so will it also be to this evil generation. While he was speaking to the multitudes, behold, his mother and his brothers stood outside seeking to speak to him. One said to him, Behold, your mother and your brothers stand outside, seeking to speak to you. But he answered him who spoke to him, Who is my mother? Who are my brothers? He stretched out his hand toward his disciples and said, Behold, my mothers and my brothers, for whoever does the will of my Father who is in heaven, he is my brother and sister and mother. That was Matthew chapter 12. If you are reading through the Apostolic Scriptures twice this year, you will also read Second Peter chapter 2 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Thank you for listening. It's a privilege to read to you the Word of God. And um, I don't know if you noticed, but yesterday on the Sunday's reading, there was a lot of screaming and, and whining in the background. Uh, we are um, at this point dwelling a little temporarily in rooms very to one another as we are renovating our new place um, and there was a grand son of ours that really I think made a lot of noise in the background we were hoping it wasn't noticed but if you noticed it we apologize and we will try to to not have any more background noises so thank you for listening again and uh, shalom from Israel until next time